Big questions, even bigger guests. This is the big interview. Good day and welcome to the SL podcast. On this week's episode of the big interview, I'm happy to be joined by a certain Swallows FC talisman. The 32-year-old has spearheaded Swallows attack since joining the Dubai Birds, and he is a veteran of the PSL, having spent close to a decade in the league. He currently plays for Swallows FC, previously had stints at clubs such as Amazulu, Lum Celtic, Ajax Cape Town and Santos FC. I am of course talking about Rizek Khamaldi. I'm happy to be joined on the line by Swallows FC striker Rizek Khamaldi. How are you today, my friend? I'm good in the show. The raining is everything as well. Is it raining as usual? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, thank you for joining us on today on the SL Podcast. Um, to kick things off, I think, would you care to tell us about how your love for football transpired? How old were you? And when you thought that you were playing football, is that what you wanted to do? Uh, I thought playing football at the age of four. And because I always had a love for football because I started playing in the street um, at home with my friends and obviously I started joining a club and from there my love obviously got stronger and stronger for, for the game and only when I started playing against bigger guys and when senior teams I realized that I, I actually had used them. I yeah, I think we all have that sort of uh, realization moment uh, in our career. Um, did you go to an academy in your early days? Um, and if so, what academy was it and how did you end up joining it? Uh, I, only stopped, stopped. I only joined an academy at the age of 17, 17. Oh, wow, quite, quite late. I joined Santos and I was there like for five years before I joined Santos. Five years, wow, okay. So before the before Santos, there was no academy? No. Okay, interesting. Um, and at what age did you get your first agent? And who was it? And how did that actually come to fruition? My first agent I got at the age of 23. He, his name was Michael Hughes. Yeah. Tell us good. And he was actually recommended by Chief of Celtic at the time, which was actually... Yeah, absolutely. I know Michael quite well. He's a super nice guy. Um, and tell us how your professional career got underway in 2010. Um, am I right in saying you first joined Milano or was it, or was it Santos? No, Milano. That, that was when there was still protocol. Yeah. And then in 2011, I signed for Was it 2011? Okay, amazing. And have you always been an attacking player or was it, did you start off defensive or have you always been up front? No, I was always attacking player. I started off on the wing, then into a team, and then I was like. Now, now you're back up to sort of a nine, right? Yeah. And do, do you prefer do you prefer being more of a creative ten, or are you happy staying up front and scoring goals as you are? Uh, to be honest, anyway, on the field going forward, <laughs> I, I prefer. I don't actually have a preference of a position. As as long as you're playing football. Yeah, man. So after joining Celtic in 2011, I think it was, you spent four years there scoring eight goals. Uh, tell us, what was it like scoring your first goal in the PSL? Uh, I can still remember it. My first goal at the PSL was against Cosmo. It was a P. And it was a free kick. I can't believe it. And I was like so overwhelmed and so happy. And uh, yeah, man, let's, let, let, I think let's, let's stay with Blom Celtic. Obviously, the horrible news that Celtic 
got sold. I mean, you know, I mean, it's crazy. Teko and myself have spoken a lot about this on our podcast and what it's done to, you know, the families around Bloom and, you know, the diehard supporters and the people that actually make a living out of it. Um, what did it mean to you, even though you weren't at Celtic, what did it mean to you when it got sold? Obviously, it was hard. It was heartbreaking because it's been a club to, to many that, how can I say, gave the opportunity and, and a chance to start a career. And the uh, support base that the club has as well, and the culture, and within the city, like it, it, was, it was a very, very big situation. And unfortunately, they they couldn't keep it in within the cover. So, uh, it was really, really, uh, yeah, it's 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 not great. I mean, we've seen also the sale of Wits and uh, or bid respects back in the day, and what's happened to that. And uh, you know, hopefully the PSL can stand in soon and just and just prevent this from happening and, and keep the culture of the PSL to where it should be. Um, and, and they talk about that. I mean, you spent the majority of your career playing in the PSL. Um, has the standard, in your opinion, changed throughout the years? Uh to to a certain extent, it had because like, back in the day, there wasn't as much tactics and, you know, all the new technology that we have now yeah. to help us in the game and study our opponents. So the game has evolved a bit from the time I started. And how would you say it has evolved? Just, do, do you mean technically and tactically? Either the players have got better. Um, how would you feel it's changed or evolved over the years? Uh, obviously, the tactics has improved. It's much difficult to break teams down now. And like teams are becoming more technically and tactically more aware of the opponents and they have certain game plans planned for certain teams, so it always makes it difficult for, for the opponent. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's um I think it's football worldwide really where um Thank goodness. I mean, the the quality gets better and better with the, the more players entering the market. We've seen an influx of, of foreigners into the PSL as well. Um, Rizek, you've represented Bloom, Celtic, Mazulu, Chipper, Santos, and now Swallows. Um, out of these clubs, which would you say demanded the most out of you, and which club has brought the most out of you as a player? And, and why why would you say that? I would say Bloom Celtic because obviously they granted me the opportunity to start my career and I also wanted to to prove myself to the coach at the time it was going to last me to show him like I appreciate him for giving me the chance and I always wanted to do my best because it's not easy for uh, a Cape Town boy to, to leave home at the age of 21 mm-hmm. it's the first time I was a Cape you know and he has even top league so I always had to motivate myself and push myself and obviously the crowd always also gave me that boost to, to want to do well for the team. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think we've seen it in the past where Cape Townians don't really uh, fare well outside of Cape Town. You know, like I can think of Sean Pochita for an example of what a player he was for Ajax and went to, um, I think it was Pirates, wasn't it? And just, just, just struggled a little bit. I played with Sean, great player, great guy. Um, Rizek, you've managed to gain a few caps for the national team. Um, who was your debut against and can you tell us about the occasion and you know, how did that feel getting called up to the national team? Uh, my debut was against Namibia in the South Africa Cup mm-hmm. in Zambia. That was 2014. Yeah. I was actually on the bench and then I came on half time 
and I still managed to get the man of the match award on my debut. Wow. It was quite a good start. I got myself messages from my family, friends, and teammates. It was quite a good, good feeling and a good experience. Of course. And, um, and, and who were you playing for then? I was playing for Celtic. And how did it feel getting that call up? I mean, that must have just been like, I think, every boy's dream, right? Yeah, of course, to get a call up at the age of 22 was. How can I say it? It's mind blowing and breathtaking. Like, you don't know what to say. Right? Obviously, you're doing something good, so you just need to re- remind yourself why you're there and why you got chosen. Yeah, absolutely. And 2014, who was the coach back then? Gordon uh, uh, Everton. Oh, wow. Yes, that's right. Um, so, Xavier, you've played in the PSL now for close to 10 years. Uh, which year has been your fondest and for what reasons? I found this year would probably be the year with Celtic when we won the Telcom Knockout Cup mm-hmm. 2013, 2012-2013 season. Yeah. And we ended fifth in the league. And that that's the same season that gave me the chance to represent my country. Got wow. the call up. Yeah, that's amazing. Um yeah, it just shows you what one good season has. Eh? I mean, um, you, you spoke about Talcom Cup. Um, what other trophies have you won? I won the 18 8 as well with um, Ajax in 2016-17 season. Oh, wow. Okay, amazing. Um, tell me, who has been... There might be a couple of questions uh, or answers for this. Who has been your biggest influence in your career and, and why would you say that? So it might be for your juniors and seniors. It might be two different answers for this. My... The biggest influence in my career, I could say, probably my mother, my girlfriend. Mm. I always complain to them about my support, <laughs> and they always like just encourage me to hang in there and tomorrow things will be better, you know. Yeah. And I should give most of the credit to them, because the other one that how can I say helps me through tough times. Yeah, and, and and being a professional footballer, there's certainly a lot of tough times, and also, also a lot of a lot of hard times as well. Um, uh, which player or players did you look up to as a youngster, and um, how have and, and have you in any way based your technique or style of play around a specific player? Ah, uh, there was a few players I, I I was watching during my time. My time there was the Kisler, me the. Joseph Macanias, the Jabu Pulis, there's so many to mention. So there was no specific player I was actually trying to, to, to imitate or trying to be like. Because at that time when I was a PSL, there was so many players. So it was, how can I say, it was unfair just to emulate one player when there was so much you could learn from. Yeah, absolutely. We've been blessed with some proper players in the PSL. Uh, Rosang, I think you, you're at 31 now. Um, in my opinion, you're at the peak of your performance. What goals have you set yourself for the next, you know, I still believe you've got five years left in you, without a doubt. What do you want to achieve in the next five years? Like currently, I, I first need to make sure my, my, my team survives. So I lost, yeah, yeah, I'd like to score by the end of the season, I'd like to be on eight to ten goals. Sure. And in the next five years, I hope I could maybe have two great seasons in scoring goals and maybe Standard one last big contract with one of the big teams. Yeah, I agree. I, I do believe you have it in you. So, you know, time will tell and good luck with that. Um, you know, speaking about big contracts uh, and big teams, you know, Sw- uh, Sundowns have obviously been in the news for dominating the league in the past few seasons. 
you know, how does how does a team beat Sundowns? Why are they so good? Obviously, the influx of money and, and, and you know, certain quality of players. But are Sundowns beatable this season? Yeah, any team is beatable. It just depends on how you apply yourself on that day of the game. And obviously, against Sundowns, it won't be easy. But a team like that, you need to take your chances. Every, any chance you get, you need to capitalize and understand. And you need to obviously stay technically organized and disciplined. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And uh, Rizay, just um, any pre-match rituals that, that you follow? Have a good breakfast, sleep <laughs> afterwards, and yeah. have a small pre-match meal, and then off you go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dylan Kerr has come in to try rescue Swallows FC from relegation. How has his introduction been? And, you know, I know Dylan quite well. He seems to be a fantastic guy and a fantastic coach. Has he... Has he got the boys amped up and has he added a lot of value to Swallows FC? Yeah, he came with his own energy to the club, which all the players adapted to. And he, he just brings something something different to the club and we all bought into his, to his philosophies and methods of doing things. And I'm sure he'll be able to keep the team up. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, Rizag, in closing, what advice do you have to give to any young footballer out there who who wants to become the next Rizag Hamildin? What, what would you say to that youngster? Finish your schoolwork, work hard, keep grinding, you never know who's watching. Mm, yeah, all valid. Uh, Rizag, thank you very much. Thank you so much, Sean. <laughs> Big questions, even bigger guests. This is The Big Interview.